All right. And now it is time to start our podcast. Yay. It's time for another episode, Sherry. Episode seven. Seven. That's crazy. Seven. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. We're getting up there. Well, it was such a big deal just to get started the first with the first one. I can't believe we're on seven now. It's very exciting. It's so exciting. Now we're old pros. Yeah. Yes. I'd say so. <laughs> we're doing good. Well, I know that you have had a lot going on with your plasma infu- infusion or transfusion. How do you say that? Yeah, they call it a plasma exchange. Exchange. Or, yeah, or uh, plasmapheresis. Plasmapheresis. And, yeah. Yeah, I'm having not the port, but the... It's it, called, it's got the, the name of it is enough to go like, what? Okay. It's called a tunneled catheter. The tunneled catheter placed yeah. in your... My jugular your vein. jugular vein. So I was like, wait, what? Is this always happening to me with medical stuff? You know, it's like, wait, what are you going to do? <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. But it is what it is. I don't, I don't know. I'm making it through. I'm going to have to, I've gone through five of them and then I um, five. Wow. Yeah. just talked to my doctor and she's going to have me go through another, another round of them. Another round. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. You were wondering about that because you said insurance covered like five rounds. Yeah. So, yeah. I made you wonder, is that going to, is that going to have to do more? Yeah. I think usually they do a minimum of two rounds. Of it, I guess it's just kind of a standard thing, um, and I'm still waiting on my insurance. They're denying me uh, one of the medications, IVIG. Oh, uh, oh no! The way things are submitted and stuff, it's it's all a just doesn't make a lot of sense, you know. Like uh, different insurance companies need paperwork to be, you know, submitted in a particular way in a particular fashion, and you need to word things in a particular way. You know, it's just it's all so silly, but. That's really frustrating. I'm sorry. Like now everything I, else. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, I'm blessed. I'm fortunate that I do have insurance. So I, I'm not knocking that at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, just... But I need to get a case manager now. And uh, my doctor's getting frustrated and upset. It's like, they're being negligent at this point. Mm. <laughs> they're not giving you what you need. I'm like, okay. That sounds I'll like your doctors will advocate for you too. Yeah. So... Yeah. Anyway, but I had a really, I just have to say, I haven't been, since I went all holistic and natural, I haven't um, really been in a medical environment like a hospital for about five years. Wow. And, yeah. And so having to go back in there, I was a little apprehensive, you know? Yeah. But I have to say that, and I haven't been around a lot of people for a very long time or just people in general, <laughs> other than people that I know, you know? Yeah. Um, and I found, you know, in my mind, I, I'm thinking about how I've always kind of been treated. People are very robotic and you get treated like, you know, just a number and they go through the motions every day and, and you don't feel, um, I don't know, you just don't feel the compassion and the, and I have to say every single person I dealt with was fantastic. Mm-hmm. They were kind and compassionate and sweet. And every person from the front desk people to the admitting people, to the nurses, to the, you know, the doctor that installed the, everybody was just fantastic. 
I was like, wow, this is, this is great. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. 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 One more part of the situation that could go either way. So yeah. Yeah. How are you feeling today? Um, I'm feeling, I told, who did I tell yesterday? I told somebody yesterday that my struggle bus is up on blocks. (laughs) Oh, no, you didn't tell me that. I said my struggle bus has currently got all four wheels removed and it's up on those concrete oh, blocks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. I'm but, so sorry. Uh, I know, but it's okay. I'm working through it, you know. But uh, I wanted to have you talk a little bit about your recent experience with a flare-up. So we were scheduled to record an episode before this one, before we're recording this one today. And I think I said I needed to not. Yeah, I was having a flare up of my hearing loss condition and I just felt like down for the count for about nine days. What's just the endolymphatic hydrops condition where I have like the roaring in my ears and the uh, hearing loss. And I went and got a hearing test and I had lost a big chunk of my low frequency hearing, which is like all of the all of the hearing that I still have remaining in my left ear. And I just felt like not functional. Like my brain wasn't working either. I could tell because we, we still talked, but we just didn't record. Yeah. And Um, um, I could, yeah, you were struggling. I was struggling to think. So I don't know. I I hate what that's about. I have that on a regular basis. Yeah. I, I, I I totally understand. Yeah. I guess like the people saying, people say, Brain fog. It's more like didn't feel like fog. It was just like my brain's not working. Yep, that's so, what I would say. Same thing. It's like, yeah. well, my brain's not working today. Yeah, it just wasn't working for like nine days. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm thinking if you have roaring sound, yeah. that's a bit distracting to try to focus on what somebody's saying or what you want to say if there's a loud roaring going on. Yeah, yeah, and I think part of it is the fear that I get into there's like a physical part and then there's a fear around can I not hear this person because I can't hear over this tinnitus (laughs) or did I really lose that much hearing or and then I can get into my head about what's happening and I would think anybody would that's scary yeah that's very scary but once it was all said and done at once I like like, went hardcore back on my anti-inflammatory diet for Mm -hmm. a week which I had mostly been doing but not great for a while (laughs) you know when you're feeling better and you're like "Ah, oh yeah I love I love food (laughs) I know right I think everybody does it (laughs) everybody else is just eating food (laughs) thinking about it so maybe I'll just eat food yeah okay yeah yeah so but I went back on the had a hardcore anti-inflammatory diet and I had acupuncture with a person who I see who's this big total magician. Oh, I love it. So good. <clears throat> yeah, I talked to her. I was like, okay, so I have this like roaring in my ears. I can't hear and my brain's not working. And she goes, oh, I know what to do. <laughs> I was wow. like, I have never heard it. I've never heard a doctor say that really about when I come in with that oh. set of things, they're just like, I mean, the, the audiologist, yeah, she's like, oh, well, let's adjust your hearing aids and do a hearing test. And yeah, but that's the not, actual, yeah. Right. That's not addressing the underlying 
underlying what's going on. Right. Yeah. 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 So, but it's a year ago. Okay. Let's just do this. (laughs) My acupuncture says says that too. Every since I know know that. (laughs) And why did it work? (laughs) I know. I don't understand. I I don't either. I mean, seriously, I'm so happy though that you did and it helped, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and and you really didn't lose the hearing that you thought. No, it came, it came back. I'm so excited because I was so worried. I'm so, oh, I don't want you to worry. Yeah. Well, no, it's not that I worry. It's just like, I understand so much Mm -hmm. because I know it's not my ears, but it's my eyes. Mm-hmm. So, and I know what it's like. And I thought, well, you have, it's the ear that you still have some hearing in. It's not great, but you mm-hmm. still have some hearing in it, which oh, is it's, actually, whole, it's, it's actually my bad ear. That's what I mean. It's oh, your yeah. bad mm-hmm. ear, your bad ear, but you still have some hearing in it, which is your, is the low, the, the low frequency. frequency. Yeah. Yeah. The low frequencies. Yeah. So you still have some hearing in that ear. And I have some good hearing. And yeah, in my low frequencies. Mm-hmm. In the low frequency. So that's like a big deal. It may not be, yeah, you know, it may not be the full range of hearing, but it's still in the grand scheme of things when you have, you know, like your other ear has limited hearing, right? It's not like you don't yeah. hear. You still, you have, it's limited uh, hearing. Yeah, yeah. Good ear. I have like a little less than 50% hearing in my good ear. Yeah. So and that's so the, yeah. very limited. Yeah. And so when you have, you know, your other ear that even though it's only hearing low frequencies and it's your quote bad ear. Yeah. You're still using it a lot. Oh yeah. I use it every day. Right. <laughs> but, I, but I mean like your, yeah. your brain and your body, you're, you're using yeah. it. Yeah, I'm relying and on it. For it, yes. And then when all of a sudden it goes away, and then the thought of it's not coming back is so scary. So, 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 so scary. And I've gone through that exact same thing with yeah, my eyes. with your vision. You're like, is this because it's even though it's like even though I have very limited, right? And then I get to the point where it's done and it's gone. So yeah. and then you lose it completely. It makes a huge difference mm-hmm. to lose one whole side of your body to something, you know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. And so that's what I was talking about. It's not that I was worried about you. It's just that I, yeah, I, I can relate that's... to mm-hmm. the fear and the frustration and the just, you know, are you fucking kidding me? I mean, seriously, is this really happening? Yeah. And is it, you know, and... So I'm so thrilled that you. Me too. Thank you. So I was shocked because in the past when I've had flare-ups that have lasted that long, that's Mm -hmm. one that hasn't come back. Right, because the damage mm -hmm. is done. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how that happened, but maybe it's like I have no idea. We don't know. (laughs) Like I'm gonna try to make something up real quick. No, there's nothing to know. Yeah, we don't know, and that's the part of it that is the hardest part, I believe. And because think, there's yeah. no, we don't know why. Nobody knows why. And, you know, it's just hard. Yeah. Nobody knows why the audiologist was trying to help me figure out why, even though that's not, that's not her job. That's, mm-hmm. you know, she does the hearing testing and correcting the hearing. And she said, well, she said, what did they say? I love her. She's great. She was, she uh, said, what did they say about what you're supposed to do during flare-ups? And I said, who's they? <laughs> <laughs> And she said the the ENT. 
the E or the E. <laughs> and I said, well, one ENT said less is known about the inner ear than about outer space. <laughs> <laughs> and one said to take a diuretic and a steroid, which I'm not interested in. Uh-huh. So that's what they said. <laughs> that's what they said. So, um, uh, uh, mm, uh, and yeah, but it was, it's very disorienting to lose a chunk. It's like, the, All I don't know, once. Like part of how, I think part of that type of fatigue was about, it's just so much more effort. And also just, I don't understand, this isn't how the world was a few days ago. And how do I, I don't understand this world. And I guess part of the tiredness is also like your body just being like, just coping or like trying to spend them part of the tiredness of the flare up. And the whole thing is whole exhausting. Thing. It's from, exhausting. It's just freaking exhausting to try to, to navigate life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It, I was listening to one something and the doctor was a specialist in low vision and he was talking about how much of the brain is used for vision. Mm-hmm. And that when you your vision gets disturbed and dis, or disrupted, you're actually losing part of that brain because it used. And so that's what I'm thinking. Mm. With, I wonder how much of our brains are oh. functioning using hearing. It's yeah. going to be got to be the same as sight. Like that, a large mean. portion of our brain is being used for hearing. Yeah, I know I'm not being technical about this, <laughs> but I'm just saying that it's probably the same thing. That makes so you sense. Get, that's why we get so fatigued so easily too, even in general, we, even yeah. when we're not, we're not having a flare up or whatever. Yeah. We get easily fatigued because a portion of our brain is just not being utilized the way it's normally supposed to be utilized. Yeah. It seems like there's all sorts of shifts that have to happen probably yeah. really quickly. And that- yeah, think about that, right? Yeah, it's also kind of incredible if you think about that. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. But but I think that that's part of why, you know, we have to deal with a lot of the brain fatigue and brain Mm -hmm. just going, okay, I'm done now. (laughs) It's like, we've reached (laughs) our battery life has run down to almost zero. Yeah. You know? I was in such a bad mood. I'd be like in the middle of a sentence with a person and I'd be like, I have to go. <laughs> I didn't really do that, but I, I know, but kind of. It's okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, how can we not be in a bad mood? You know? But, so I'm really, yeah, I'm really lucky that it happened to come back to where it was before. I'm super, super, super happy about that. Of course. Like right now I'm in a place where I'm like so grateful for hearing and also just like more connected with my whole self. Cause you know, it like oh, slows yeah. slow you down and like I have to eat really healthy and I have to slow down and pay attention and I'm meditating more, like feel more connected with my whole self. My dreams are coming back. Really? They, they went away for a while. For yeah. just like while you're in the flare up or before that? Before that, I wasn't paying attention to myself, which might oh, okay. been part of getting to the flare-up point to overflowing my inflammation bucket. That's what Ooh. the acupuncturist said. I overflowed Ooh. my inflammation bucket. 
It's fantastic. Maybe that'll be the name of our podcast, Inflammation Bucket. (laughs) Yum. (laughs) I've never heard that. I love it. She said it and then she was like, I just said that for the first time right now. And I was like, that's great. Yeah. So I'm feeling more connected to myself now. And of course, over time, what then ends up happening is when my hearing comes back to where it was before, then I'm like, I can forget. And then I go back into the cycle of, oh, I'll just do what other people are doing. And then I have another huge flare up and then I have to like cancel a bunch of obligations. <laughs> yep. It's yeah, an it's like, ongoing learning process of trying yeah. to live with these types of physical limitations that mm-hmm. we want to live. I mean, I would think after 35 years, I would have it figured out, but I don't. So you don't have it figured out <laughs> I hate, yet. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> I still do it. I'll still do the same. I know my body's saying, you need to stop now. Uh-huh. And it's like, well, I don't want to stop right now. And mm-hmm. then of course, I'm in a state then of inflammation bucket overflow. Inflammation bucket overflow. And then I'm down for the count mm-hmm. for who knows how long. Mm-hmm. Could be a day, could be two, could be seven, could be 14. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I If I could just regulate, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't even know if it's possible, honestly. I remember you talking about that, having, I think, a little barbecue and then feeling it afterwards. But at the same time, it's like you want to do those things once in a while, right? Yep. And then I guess it's a choice that you're making to, I'm going to do this right now and I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to have consequences for it, but it's worth it sometimes, you know, Mm -hmm. it depends on what it is. Yeah. It depends on what it is, but just for our mental health, for our, you know, just for that aspect of life. Yeah. Like we need connection and play and yeah there's a lot of things there's a lot of things that we need there are human people yeah we have a lot of needs that we yeah don't like to we don't we don't love doing nothing for too long no right exactly because that's why we're here <laughs> to do stuff right <laughs> why we're here in the body <laughs> yeah the body wants to do stuff yeah you know <laughs> and so it's like I don't know. And, you know, like I ate some cookies yesterday. Mm-hmm. What kind of cookies did you have? Tell me more about these cookies. <laughs> I know. And they're everything I'm not supposed to have. And I'm in a huge relapse, right? An MS oh. relapse. And, you know, I'm just, it's a shit show. And I'm like, you know what? I'm eating this freaking cookie right now. I don't care. And I had multiple different types of cookies I tried. Oh. They were like these really big cookies that you can cut into little pieces, you know? Yum. Yeah. And there was dairy and gluten in them and sugar. Dairy, gluten, and sugar, which I don't normally eat any of the above. How good were they? They were so good. Uh And I go bananas and my, it was my kids came over and they brought the cookies. We all had dinner and um, Uh 
it's just hilarious. It's just like you said, you appreciate things so much more. Like, uh, like, you know, it's like they're eating it. Like, what big deal? You know, oh, it's pretty good. I'm like, oh my God. That's <laughs> the best. I am having this. That is so good. And I had like a little piece of bread like three months ago. <laughs> I still remember it. It was like fresh out of the oven. I had like two bites. It was so good. <laughs> I still remember it three months ago. I remember remember that bread. It's still bringing me joy. (laughs) I know. Sometimes I go to this church. I'm like, well, why am I here if I can't eat a cookie? I mean, it's like you you get, I don't know. I get myself into these little little things like, what is the point? I go into huge, uh, I I guess, what is it? Existential crises or whatever. Yeah. What's the point of everything? At least... 92% 92% of everything is cookie. 92% of the point of everything is cookie. And the rest is definitely like cheese and butter. Bread. <laughs> oh, I forgot bread. Okay, wait. And fresh baked, My, fresh, oh, like oh. sourdough bread. I love fresh, warm oh. sourdough bread so much. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna, my math is off. Okay, so 92% of the point of everything is bread <laughs> and cookie. <laughs> it's not enough. There's there aren't enough percentages in the world to no to fit them in, capture this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where we're at, right? We're in the place of hmm. And you know what? I've decided I liked those cookies and it was worth that. That's a good title for this episode. Okay. Maybe. I've decided I like cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I like that title. It's cute. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. I like it. Um, so when you ate the cookies, <laughs> did you notice any difference in how you feel? Or is it kind of like all the same at this point? Because yeah, yeah. those are off your struggle bus. Yeah. <laughs> the wheels have are off. So the little bit of cookie that I ate, I don't, I didn't notice any difference. Okay. Yeah. I mean, whether it did or not, you know, who knows, but I mean, truly at one point in time, I developed an eating disorder from the whole thing. That makes sense. Yeah. Like so having to monitor all the time. Yeah. I was, when I was really, really sick, you know, you just want to feel better and you'll do anything. I mean, truly, Yeah. <laughs> you'll do just about anything to hopefully feel better, you know, and then I started learning all about foods and, you know, organics and Mm -hmm. plastic and heavy metals and mold and pollution and, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like, I got to the point, it's like, I don't, it's, I just can't even breathe. I'm not even allowed to breathe. (laughs) Because because the air might not have yeah yeah and so I it just really I went into kind of a tailspin for a while and uh, yeah and became super hyper aware of every little thing you know and I had to work my way through all of that and come back out on the other side because you know I mean if we get to that place where yes we have a diet that we're supposed to be following Mm -hmm. that is helpful and anti-inflammatory diet. I get that. I eat very clean now, but you can't go all the way 
<laughs> to that side because it's not good for your mental health to be that focused on this. I was just hyper focused and it, um, it wasn't healthy for me. Did it feel like living in fear in a way that oh, yeah. everything I, is every dangerous. minute? Oh, yes, every minute. It was nuts. Yeah. And then slowly and slowly, my humor got me out of it. I really think that my sense of humor oh. just slowly but surely got me out of it. I remember my therapist, she's so funny. She's always wanting me to write. Yeah. And I would be saying things just like, oh, that could be the title of an essay or whatever. And, yeah. And I said, you know, I was sitting, I'm sitting in uh, my session with her and I said, you know what? I swear to God, I just need to eat a fucking sandwich. <laughs> She's like, that's the great title. <laughs> oh, sandwiches. I know. Oh, no. <laughs> 92% of the meaning of life is sandwiches. <laughs> and pizza. <laughs> I know. So I just kind of, um, I started developing my own idea of, I don't know. I just started developing my own relaxing taking advice from different people, but also going within my own self and just listening to my own self and, and figuring out my own way of eating. And I now have my own way of eating. It's a, it's a bunch of different things all mixed together now. Hmm. It works just fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's like, how do you know that you're not going to, I don't know. I mean, I know what makes me not feel well, mm-hmm. that makes me feel worse. And what I can have in limitation and be okay. Yeah. yeah. I've just worked my way through all of it so that yeah. I, I can go to a restaurant. Well, if, <laughs> I haven't gone to a restaurant in a long time, but that's because of the pandemic. But, um, yeah. you know, I can go to a restaurant and not have a panic attack because I think I'm going to get something into my body that's, you know, I mean, it was just... That you used to. Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely get into that. I, it's like I can see my brain going there sometimes if I don't if I don't cook for myself. Right. I can exactly. see my brain going into the like, but what if? But what? If, and mm-hmm. I have what to if? I have to rein it in. Like I, I like I will be like you can't because I know I could go down that trajectory. Yeah, it's easy and, to do. Yeah, I try to I try to rein it in before it starts because it's easier than after it gets going. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, especially, yeah. I mean, you're thinking like for us, we have to think this thing that there is a consequence. I mean, like a severe consequence that could be paid if we, yeah, you know, it's like, oh, like you said, if I eat cheese, I'd go deaf faster. <laughs> this is how it is. Yeah. You know, you think, <laughs> this is not a thing. It's the absurdity of it. It's like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, and the severe consequence isn't the same way every time. Sometimes the severe consequence is like, because of the inflammation bucket, it's like, I've been doing everything, living really healthy and Mm -hmm. staying balanced and not overwhelmed with stress or whatever. And then I have a little bit of cheese. There might be no severe consequence. There might be no consequence. And then other times it's like, the consequence of the cheese is like four days later because it's adding up with all the other stuff I'm doing. Right. Not taking care of ourselves in other aspects of our life, like over committing or yeah. not resting when our body is saying, mm-hmm. oh, you need to rest right now. Yeah. yeah. Or other, other cheeses. Or other cheeses. <laughs> or just, um, 
I don't know, just life in general. You know, we're bombarded with a lot of stuff in the the world um, that can cause stress, right? So, hey, we just do the best we can. But would you say, Sherry, was that the turning point for you when you said out loud to your therapist, you know what? I think I just need a fucking sandwich. Was that like the like the moment that you got out of that, that disorder eating? Yeah, I think it was. I really do. Because That's it was like a big awesome. deal. Uh-huh. It was like, yeah. I just got to the point where, what is happening? Yeah. I mean, seriously, if you start listening to all the stuff and you start deep diving into the whole world of pesticides and, you know, I mean, just... Nothing is safe. Nothing is safe. So nothing it's like, you got to come. That's where I, that's where my, yeah. I say, I had a whole spiritual renovation happen. Mm-hmm. It was like, hold up. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is not, not a healthy way to live at all. There's a good intention behind it. It's like, it's, yes, there it's, is. you're trying to take care of yourself, but then it ends up almost being the opposite. Because I'm a, I tend to not, that's something I always have to work on is being in the middle. Because uh-huh. I tend to go either all this way or all the way that way. Yeah, like, yeah, there's a, yeah, right. <laughs> so like, let's try to just be a little bit in the middle. We don't yeah. have to go all the way either direction. Intensity so, is so much more fun, though. I know. It's like, <laughs> like hmm. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cat just fell off the chair. Oh, she's okay. She's fine. Oh, they're they're bouncy. She has nine lives, I think. Yeah. She's only much. Well, she probably hasn't used any of them. She doesn't like go outside either. Is she just like a year old or is she she old? She has she still has she still has at least eight and a half lives. Yeah. And they always land on their feet too, cats. Oh yeah. When they fall, they Mm -hmm. land on their feet. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Good metaphors. I know. I think (laughs) (laughs) I was like, uh, I like that, right? Mm-hmm. We fall, we, but we, but actually if humans land on our feet, I think that's actually not the preferred way to fall. We might break our ankles. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. <laughs> so, can you think of other times that humor has turned something around for you, whether it's the struggle bus or whether it's like you're on the struggle bus with the wheels on cinder blocks and but it just turns around the way that you're hanging out in the struggle bus. Yeah. I think that, I mean, in general, that's why I'm part of the reason I'm like I am is I have used humor to get myself through so much. Uh, I mean, really so, 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 so much. <laughs> oh, <laughs> And so, um, yeah, I used humor all the way through, honestly. And when you say that's why I am the way I am, you mean that that's why you're hilarious. <laughs> I'm not that hilarious, yeah, but you're funny. I, I, think that, <laughs> I mean, part of it is, I don't know, it's all wrapped up in my spiritual self, but that is my personality is, I guess, uh, it's gallows humor. You know, it's like you, mm-hmm. you're making jokes on the way to the, <laughs> to the gallows. I think I'm saying that that's the way I am because I can find humor in what seems to be really horrible stuff. Do you know where you find it? I have no idea. It's just where it finds you. It just pops out of my mouth. Yeah. Usually there's an F-bomb in there. 
Usually. I mean, I go through periods of time where I'm, yeah, the F-bombs are flying. Mm-hmm. And then I'll kind of rain back and I'll be like, oh, that, that period's over for now. And then like, all of a sudden it'll come back. I don't know. There's something about that word that just really helps me mm-hmm. get it out. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck the world phases. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was in that the other day. I was having physical therapy and I felt just absolutely horrible. And mm-hmm. I was having to deal with the doctors and this stupid ass catheter that's stuck in my jugular vein. <laughs> and I'm just like jugular vein. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I mean, yeah. And I told, I told my physical therapist, I'm like, I really, at this point feel like I just want to flip off the whole fucking world. <laughs> I'm just pissed off uh-huh. about the whole thing. And, you know, and then it's like, I laugh. I mean, to me, it's like, it's true, but funny at the same time. Cause I don't really, but you know, it's just like, you just get in that space. And I just think it's healthy to just go ahead and let her rip. You know, I'm not hurting. Mm-hmm. I'm not really, you know, but mm-hmm. I need to just let it rip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're not using humor in a way that's invalidating what's happening either. You're not using humor to like, I don't think you're not using humor to go like, oh, this is fine. I'm fine. Oh, no, I don't think so because I'm not fine. (laughs) I mean, I I go through periods of time where, you know, and it's like at the same time, I know everything's fine. So I have this part of me. So that's probably why I can joke and why I can laugh at things because I know everything's fine because I know that I am just inhabiting this body for a while. Mm -hmm. So there's this part of me that is at complete peace and joy <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Cause I'm like, fuck the world. All right? Yeah. It's both. It's, yeah. Or it's like the fuck the world part is also held in the everything is, everything is okay. Yeah. Part. Or like you said, everything is magic. Yeah. I love, I love the whole concept of, I loved when you said that you didn't say it on here, but you said it to me and it, I love the idea of, we're in fuck the world and everything is magic at the same time. <laughs> at the same time, we were joking about the episode today, depending yeah. on how you were feeling and what's yeah. going on with my hearing that we could either call this episode, everything is magic or fuck the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, it, oh, well, we could call it everything is magic slash fuck the world. Yes, I like that title. I love that title. That's what we're going to call it. Okay, that's it. Yeah, we didn't have any plan coming in today. We were both like, I don't know. We'll see if we make words. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Oh, no, I love that. So then it's like, well, I don't know. In the morning, it could be everything is magic. But by noon, it could be fuck the world. world. And then then back again. Yeah. So last week when, or that period when I was, like in the thick of the flare up, I was, I had lost that everything is magic. I don't ever lose that completely. There's like 1% of me that's like, I know it's there somewhere, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, I was really in the fuck the world. Oh yeah. It was really in the body. Like my body was just like, Mm -hmm. I don't care about like whatever your woo woo Mm -hmm. nonsense is Melissa, like get a grip. This is stupid. (laughs) everything and listen to me carefully everything sucks (laughs) and it's always gonna suck 
Did you get write it down? Write that down. <laughs> I'm like taking notes. I actually wrote notes. I actually have notes that I uh, recorded in my like my notes app at the beginning of the flare up, and it was. I read it now, and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> somebody help this person. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> but it made me think about. I did like I told you, I was like, I feel like I was having a spiritual crisis, also. Like, nothing yeah. means anything, there is oh, yeah. magic, right? I know. And it made me think about like, what did people do who are just who are just like, this body is it? And I know that's like a huge thing for me to bring up, but you're, you're like. So funny. That's like a huge thing to think about, isn't it? It's kind of a big one. It's a really big one. But honestly, I if I didn't have that aspect, yeah, I would not be here. I don't believe. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I would not be able to navigate it's, this chronic yeah, illness how, bullshit. How, yeah, how do you do it? it? Like, I don't must know. Be, there must be a way. Because I know that there are a lot of people who believe that this body is it. A lot of people think that way. Yeah, I'm sure they do. And that's okay. I mean, if that's, mm-hmm. that's still believing in something. So yeah, I just know that to not be true. So I can't, I can't, I can't go there. It doesn't make sense. It, yeah, it's just like not making sense to me because mm-hmm. I absolutely... You know, with these spiritual crises, you know, it seems like they're these at the time. I mean, they're little moments of, you know, dark night of the soul, you know, they call it or whatever. But now that you come out the other side of it, it's like, you know, that they're just there for you. They're there to help you. They help you along in the journey. Even though it's just like that thing, darkness has its teaching. Darkness is a wonderful teacher. (laughs) It Uh, is. Yeah, and it's also, you know, you, it's like you just have to go there and be with it. Mm-hmm. Just like you did. I mean, that's what makes me laugh so much. And I love and so you you use humor to kind of like you're laughing at where you were at. And it's like, wow. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <Okay>. I can <laughs> really go. I can really go dark. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. But it's kind of interesting though, isn't it? I find it interesting. Yeah. I wonder if we need to love those parts of ourselves. I guess oh, that's the thing. We have to love those parts of ourselves. Because I, yeah, in the moment that's not happening, but in retrospect, I'm like, oh. <laughs> somebody needed to help her. Yeah. Somebody, no. this person, somebody help this person. <laughs> oh boy. I'll tell you, when I talking about like when you're in the throes of it, you know, and being able to, like for me, I, I use the gesture of putting my hand on my heart is a sign for me mm-hmm. to remember, remember yeah. love, remember love, even though I might be in that place that we're mm-hmm. talking about. I do have the ability now to remember to love the person going through it, love the one that's, going through it. That's I'm, amazing. Yeah, I did not used to have that ability, believe me. Mm-hmm. But um, I am able to do that now. And a lot of times, though, I should say that I'm a lot of times I'll be in the state of I don't know how to love this and I don't know how to love what's happening. And mm-hmm. that's when I, I ask for I ask source or whatever anybody calls source to them. You know, I call it the divine light, but I'll ask the divine light to love this shit for me because I can't do it right now. 
And yeah. it's helpful. So it's helpful for some reason to me. It feels, I yeah. guess it's a little bit of a surrender place. And mm-hmm. so it's like, I no longer have to take care of it. Somebody else is taking care of it for me. Yeah. Let and go that's, that's and the let, all, let it be held. And it's kind of a way, yeah, to hold that inner child, that innocent part of you, you know, that is going through some really difficult things, you know, and I, that's the part that would be hard for me to only think I'm a body and there's nothing else because I know for a fact that there is. So I know I have help and I know at this point that I stop and reach for that help that I know is there for me because I can't do it for myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing too, because I think some of the things that you said, we talked about on the last episode and I just listened to the last episode when we were editing, thinking about editing it. And mm-hmm. and I was like, I forgot all of it during the flare up. <laughs> yeah. For, we just had that conversation and mm-hmm. it was gone. <laughs> yeah. Right. True. It's like, what? <laughs> oh, so yeah. Maybe next time... Well, next time I am going to put my damn hand on my damn heart. <laughs> going to do it next flare up. I'm saying it now so that I will remember. I'm going to put my hand on my heart and I'm going to be like, what am I supposed to say? Give me some fucking love or something. <laughs> no, you can say that. Or you can Give say, me the I fucking don't... love. Yeah. <laughs> or, um, yeah, it's like, I don't know how to love this. I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't love this, period. (laughs) I have no love for this at all. Put my hands on my heart. But bring it on. (laughs) What if I love, but I maybe I can love the the one going through it. Maybe I can love the maybe I can love the one going through it. Oh yeah. You don't have to love what's happening, but you can Maybe you love and support the one that's the going one's through going it. Through it. Mm-hmm. I love that. Stella, your dog, is mm-hmm. embracing that philosophy right now. She's got <laughs> all four legs. She's on her back. She's got all four legs, like to sticking <laughs> straight up in the air, but also kind of like tucked in comfy. And her head, so funny. Yeah. Her head is like splayed out to the side. Her, her, she has like this bliss face. <laughs> She's funny. I have never seen a dog like this before. She's funny. So should we maybe transition into taking some breaths? Sure. Sounds good. Are you up for doing that? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. So finding a, finding a position for your body that is as comfortable as possible. Letting the chair hold you or wherever your body is, letting that surface hold you and support you. With each exhale, letting go a little bit more into this moment. Allowing the breath to rise and fall naturally, just as it wants to do on its own. And then taking a couple of deliberate breaths together, we'll take a full deep inhale. 
filling the lungs completely. Filling the belly. And then a full releasing exhale. And then one more full deep breath together. Again, filling the lungs and the belly completely. And letting go. And then again, allowing the breath to return to its natural rhythm. Noticing any subtle changes in the breath as you're paying attention. Allowing the breath to soften the belly. Noticing the breath seeping into every little nook and cranny of the belly. Noticing the aliveness and the tenderness of being this living, breathing being. The Mary Oliver poem, Wild Geese, is coming to mind. You don't have to be good. You just have to let the soft belly of your being love what it loves. Placing a hand on your heart for a moment if that feels comfortable. Feeling the warmth of your hand on your heart, even just the physical warmth, and deliberately receiving that warmth from your heart. Thank you for being here with us today. Thank you, Melissa. That was wonderful. I loved that. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you for reminding me about having a heart and having a hand <laughs> that can go on it. Next time you have a flare-up, you can text me and I'll just send you the hand and the heart emoji. <laughs> I'll just send you the angry face emoji. I think there's one that's like an angry face with like a little, <laughs> yeah. um, little symbols that indicate that it's swearing. Yes, yes. That one with the little, yeah. Yeah, I'll send you, you that. Send, yes. And I'll send you back the hand and the heart. <laughs> the hand and the heart and vice versa. Well, you know, you'll remember, but I'm happy to remind oh, you. Oh, no, no, I, I need to be reminded. Okay, okay. Well, I, vice versa. Yeah, vice versa. Then I cool. was thinking that I know we talk about that we each have email addresses. Yeah. Uh, Sherry at senselessthepodcast.com and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Melissa at senselessthepodcast.com. But then I was just thinking the other day, I wonder if we should try to create, I know people use, I don't know if people use email anymore because I'm old. I'm soon to be 55. I think people use email. Well, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, right. Or do we have to do things like we would get DM'd? <laughs> <laughs> How did DMs just show up somehow? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, do we have to, maybe we create like something like a, 
an oh. Instagram, an Instagram. Oh, that's, that's simple. That's easy to do, right? Because we oh, cannot do a website. I don't know, I don't know either. <laughs> we can't do a website, but people use email. People use email, right? Yeah. I use email. Yeah. Thanks. I don't use any social media, so I'm I'm a dork, but uh, yeah, social media is a whole can of worms. Is it? So because that's all we're gonna have. We're not gonna do a website. Yeah, I think we are um not doing a website after all because no. in service of taking things off of our plate. Yeah, it's too much, it's too complicated. <laughs> So we can't do it. Uh, but what were you thinking about email to just have one email instead of two? Well, no, we can have two emails. I just didn't okay. know if that's... Uh... Oh, look. Hi, <laughs> kitty cat. Cat is checking out the microphone. She's so funny. Cats are great. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, our emails are melissa at senselessthepodcast.com or sherry at senselessthepodcast.com. Yeah. If people, maybe they have a topic that they'd like us to talk about or a question or yeah, just, let us just know. an observation or yeah, they awesome. want to complain about something. Yeah. <laughs> send us complaints. <laughs> We're now accepting complaints. I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> this might happen. That's okay. I don't care. That'd be, that'd be kind of fun though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Are we signing off now? Signing off. See you next time. Peace out. <laughs> Peace out.